There's nothing less rational in hockey than worrying about the Flyers at Stanley Cup playoff time. That's like 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 worrying about Tom Wilson winning the Nobel Peace Prize. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into baseball and or football, I also offer up daily shots of Pirates and Steelers that you can find same place you found this one. Penguins 7, Flyers 3 in Philadelphia last night. Kind of turning the tables on what had happened the previous night, which, by the way, was boldly predicted right here on this program. In fact, I even recall closing the show by saying that we would be coming back and meeting up here again the next day to discuss the Penguins fixing everything. Well, they didn't, really. They didn't. They were up 3-0. Then they allowed the Flyers to get back into the game. Then they scored a couple of goals, and then the Flyers scored a couple of goals, and the Penguins kicked a couple of them into their own net. And then there was some nasty stuff and some fighting and Sid shoving some dude's face into the ice. And then the Flyers, who really, really hate Mark Friedman, which is amazing considering he was on their team earlier this season. Don't get me started on the Mark Friedman theories, by the way. (laughs) I've actually heard a couple, and if this were not a cleaner show, I'd share them with you. So they start really like messing it up with, with Friedman and everything else, and the game feels like it's out of control. Guess what? It was. And when you face teams that are not in the playoffs, such as A, the Flyers, you're going to run into problems like this. Do you remember, actually, how could you forget the Penguins blowing that six-goal lead or almost blowing that six-goal lead to the Devils? And if you remember more precisely, I, I asked Brian Dumoulin after the game, basically, like, what was that? Like, what just happened? What did we just witness? And his response, very cool, very calmly, was when you're facing these teams that have nothing to play for, they don't defend. They couldn't care less about preventing you from scoring. And if you look at the Flyers' last few games, most of which they've lost, they've all been like this. They've been these weird, wacky 7-6 to jobs that don't look like they have any semblance of structure. Because they don't. The Devils didn't that night. Like Dumoulin told me then, they just kept sending people. They're sending all their defensemen. They're sending on the attack. So you're defending a type of rush that you never practice to defend. No one consistently does drills against a five-man rush. You know why? Nobody sends a five-man rush unless you're out of the playoffs. So the Penguins are going to look more out of sorts against those teams. It's not they're, It's not that they're, uh, you know, taking it easy, playing down to the competition, not a good matchup. It's none of that silliness. It's just that it's, it's 
bizarre hockey. It's a, and it, it's it's not comfortable to take the ice in those situations. Here's here's what Sidney Crosby, who somehow through all this chaos uh, managed to produce two goals, an assist, and if only he'd gotten credit for a fight for burying that dude's face into the ice, he would have had the Gordie Howe hat trick. But anyway, here's what Sid had to say. Well, I think there's a lot of history there. I mean, a lot of guys have. Uh, a good chunk of guys on each team have been a part of this uh, this rivalry for a while. And regardless of the situation, I think, um, yeah, it seems to be the case. They seem to be more intense and more emotional, and that should bring out everyone's best. So, um, you know, like I said, we didn't have a great game last night, and uh, we wanted to bounce back, and we did a good job, um, you know, all the way around of, of making sure that uh, we played better today. That's it. There's really not I- – I've been – pretty much pleading with you here for a while now to not take these stupid games seriously. They don't mean a thing. They are anything but a litmus test on what game one of the playoffs will be like. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of your cable bill on betting is over 200 bucks. Well, Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. You get DVR. There's no installation. There's no contracts. You can cancel any time. And best of all, for listening to this fine program, Fubo TV is offering our listeners the seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month. For real. Go to FuboTV.com slash DK. One more time, that's 15% off your first month for going to FuboTV.com slash DK. What's the worst thing about this is that you know who they're facing next. Yeah. And what do you do? What do you do with Buffalo? You know? Like, how do you play well against the Sabres? What's your win in that equation? If you beat them, then it's just Buffalo. If the Sabres score a bunch of goals on you because they're doing all the stuff that the Flyers and Devils did, then you look like you're not ready for the playoffs. You're not defending hard enough. You're not defending well enough, when in fact you're not defending something that can be defended. I'll say this right up until the puck drops for the next meaningful game that the Penguins will play, and that is this. All that matters... Between now and that moment is that this team continues to get healthy, that this team keeps its feet moving, and that this team plays as much as possible together. Yes, it would be wonderful if they held the Sabres to, I don't know, one or two goals max over these next couple of games maybe just to really get themselves into that kind of grind, into a playoff grind. But you can't manufacture playoffs against non-playoff teams. You can't do it. It doesn't exist. And by the way, by the way, that little Z and hyphen that you see next to Flyers, that's why they played like they did. Enjoy the little Z thing. It's a good thing. It's a positive thing. When we come back, just one question.
Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question, and that's brought to you on this program always by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they are committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. One dollar is all it takes to produce five full meals. Go to pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how it is that happens. Spell it out, pittsburghfoodbank.org. Question comes from Sisyphus who asks, When Tom Wilson finally does seriously injure somebody, I hope that somebody's lawyer includes everyone from Peter Laviolette on up in the CAPS organization in the entire management structure of the NHL in the ensuing multi-million dollar lawsuit. Best thing about this question, not even a question, because you know what? There aren't any questions. There's nothing to discuss or to debate here. There just isn't. This guy is a scumbag. This guy is as low a life form as exists in professional sports. And I say that with all due respect to Vontez Perfect of the Cincinnati Bengals. If you are participating in athletics at any level and your objective in any state of consciousness is to willfully injure your opponent, not hit them, not bump them off the puck, not knock them out football, but to injure them, to injure them. You are a scumbag and you don't belong in the game. The Rangers, I thought, yesterday handled this beautifully. I thought the Rangers' statement that was unsigned but just basically representing the New York Rangers, but it had to be signed off, obviously, by Pat Dolan and the team's ownership, called out not only Wilson, not only the Capitals, not only the NHL, but specifically George Peros by name, Washington PA's own George Peros, was deemed in this release by the Rangers to be unfit for his current occupation. That's hitting where it hurts. I wish they'd called out Colin Campbell, too, because I know Colin Campbell's behind all this. Colin Campbell is still the lead dinosaur in those offices, and Bettman follows those guys around because 20 years ago, when he took the job of commissioner, he was worried that he was going to be seen as kind of like a wimpy little dude, so he hung around with all the tough guys who told him about all the macho things that exist in hockey, and Colin Campbell is still somehow walking around in that office after all these years it's unbelievable after the stuff that he's done after the stuff that he said that he's been recorded as saying he still has a job it's unbelievable that this league that governs this beautiful sport exists in the stone age the way that it does but you know what you know what Tonight, they're getting what they deserve. Because tonight, at Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena in the United States' biggest city and biggest media market, 
It's going to be Capitals versus Rangers again. And if I'm the Rangers, you know what I'm doing? I'm getting on the phone with the Hartford Wolf Pack, my AHL affiliate, and I'm asking them to name every single thug on their roster. And I'm sending up, not limos, private jets for those thugs to fly down to Manhattan to participate in that game tonight. And you know what else I'm doing? I'm not going after 43. I'm not. You know who I'm going after? Yeah. No, Ovechkin's not playing. Besides, you can't you can't hurt Ovechkin. He's invincible. You can hurt Nicholas Backstrom. You can hurt John Carlson. You can hurt Evgeny Kuznetsov. You can hurt their goaltender. Are you getting uncomfortable with this? Hey, I didn't create this. The league did. This is what George Peros wants. This is what Colin Campbell wants. He's saying we aren't going to settle this for you. You settle it amongst yourselves. If I'm the Rangers, I'm saying, okay, hell yes. Yes. We'll do that. We'll load up our lineup with thugs the way the Islanders did against the Penguins a few years ago. Remember that? When they called up every... Every... uh, Every fighter they had in their system was out there. They had one objective that night on Long Island. It was to hurt the Penguins, to physically injure them. And they did. That's what this needs to be. And it needs to happen right there in New York, right in front of everybody. But you don't go after 43. No one's going to get the message if you do that. Because you know what? That's not who he went after. He didn't go after the Rangers' tougher guys. He went after Pavel Buchnevich with his face down on the ice. He went after Artemi Panarin pulling his hair like a playground bully to throw his head down onto the ice. As the New York Post's headline indicated, he came kind of close to a murder. And this is okay. This is okay with Peros. Instant $5,000 fine. No hearing, no nothing. They didn't even take, like, the afternoon to think about it. They didn't hear the Rangers' side. Nothing. Nothing. That was that. Why? Because Peros was a thug himself. And it's about time somebody, one team somewhere, spoke up about it. I applaud the New York Rangers. I applaud Mika Zibanejad uh, for saying what he did after the game. But my question is, and I'll leave you with this because I could go on about this forever. My question is this. Where's everybody else? Where are the Penguins for that matter? The Penguins have been the victim of this scumbag as much as anybody else. Where's their joint statement? Where's their statement of support for the Rangers statement? You know how much money the NHL is going to find the Dolan family? For that remark, for that for that statement, you know what I'm do? If I'm the if I'm the Penguins, when that fine comes out, and it's going to be like a million dollars, because Batman can find teams as much as a million dollars. I'm not kidding. If I'm the Penguins, I reach out to every other team in the East Division except the Capitals, and I offer to pick up part of the payment. 
There's your statement. Anyway, enjoy the game tonight. Should be fun, huh? <laughs> Thanks for the question. Thanks to everybody for listening. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. Park University in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door, your car, your gym locker, your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.